everybody, and welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's the final day of April, 30th day of 2020, Big J. There goes April. Right down the toilet. Yeah, man. Uh, certainly a very strange month. For sure. Uh, it, it felt like it breezed by, but also felt like a very long month at the same time. I mean, it was one of those really weird things. Yeah, March and April, we can just... Oh, man. Yeah, none of this stuff, like, really happened around these parts until, like, second week in March. Yeah. And then, but the whole month of April has certainly been a, a wash, as it were. But we're happy that you're here with us. You're happy that you're hanging out. We're happy that you're still here. And we are happy that we have an opportunity to do this show with you guys. And with it today becomes a uh, cage match at 9.15. Mushroom Head looking for that elusive win number four, Big J. This appears to be the uh, the Achilles heel of our cage match champion so far. Yeah. They can't get that win number four. We'll see if Mushroom Head can get over the hump. Pretty good song. And see who they go up against in the 9 o'clock hour. Big J's got a nerd alert for you coming up this morning. We will also have some prizes to give away, some CDs that will come to you digitally that you can download them and have a good time. Nice. And uh, we haven't talked about this yet in around, at least on the show, but I had a chance to fill up this morning, and what a treat. Oh. The gas prices around here are nutsy. Oh, man, it is, but it's also scary. Right. I mean, it freaks me out, but at the same time, it's wonderful. Well, I mean, you know, oil prices are in the crapper, uh, and so you certainly wouldn't want to invest in oil currently, or buy low, one of the two. But if you had invested in oil before this all went around, you probably lost your shirt. Oh, yeah. And so now they're all, the oil prices are so low, gas prices are very, very low as well. And I saw that Idaho has some of the lowest in the country. Which is crazy because we're usually the highest. Yeah. Because yeah, we're not anywhere near a pipeline. But uh, we've got it. And uh, hopefully, if that if there's a silver lining in that, it's that it cost me uh, $30 to fill up my tank today, which it usually costs anywhere from 45 to 60 So we'll take it. We'll take it, Big Jake. And we'll run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll celebrate early, early in the morning. We should probably play some music for you as we, before we get into some important stuff. Here's some Red Hot Chili Peppers. It is Under the Bridge on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, lots of things have been closed or shut down or had to deal with strictly walk-in, walk-out, delivery kind of stuff in the Treasure Valley for the last month plus. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agree. And so what have people been doing, Big J, in Boise, Idaho? Hell if I know. Specifically if they want to get out of the house. The answer is... Go to the store. They've been going to the foothills, my friend. Uh Uh-oh. In the last month, the foothills have seen their traffic on trails more than double. And a lot of that can be thanks thanks to... Uh, the lack of other things to do, you know? Uh, it's always been okay to walk your pets. It's always been okay to go out there and get some exercise. And so a lot of people are doing that. And, of course, because of so much traffic on the foothill trails, that has lead to, led to some concerns. Right, Big J? Yeah. But uh, Boise Parks Recreation Director Doug Holloway has said that while they are concerned, there are lots of signs on the foothills trails kind of reminding people, hey, listen, stay safe. And they're going to kind of use this common sense system as things go forward because they do expect the traffic to still be pretty heavy, especially as things start to roll out in the next couple of weeks where things start to slowly but surely reopen around the state of Idaho. 
as May 1st is tomorrow, Big J, so these things start to happen. There's already been a couple of announcements if you follow some businesses on social media that they plan on opening up tomorrow. And so there are some businesses that will be back open, some things that you can continue to do. But a reminder, and uh, Doug reminds you of this as well, that if you're going out or you're doing stuff, wear your masks. Social distancing is still a thing. While you have availability to do stuff, they still want you to keep six feet away from people and make sure that you are protecting yourself and your loved one as much as possible. And so now this is all going to start to fall on all of us. And traditionally, we do a piss poor job of that. So we've got to make sure that we follow the directions, follow the directions on the on the on the trails, follow the directions out in public and make sure that we're doing what we can to not make a second wave of this a thing. You understand? So the good news is you're not going to have to worry about any kind of restrictions or other kind of hours or anything on the foothill trails or anything like that. It's all going to kind of stay open as it has been. But just remember, uh, be cognizant of those around you and respectful of those around you and do what you can to make sure this is a thing. So I guess you've enjoyed the exercise so far. Continue to do that. Just use common sense while you do it. You understand, Big J? Yeah. Easier said than done, but it's nice. NCAA announced yesterday that it's moving forward with a landmark plan to allow college athletes to earn money for endorsements and other activities involving their names, images, and likenesses, such as personal appearances and social media contact. Important details still have to be worked out, but the plan would require that the athletes disclose their money-making deals to their schools. There would be no cap on what the athletes can earn, but they wouldn't be allowed to use their school logo or brands in whatever they do. It all has to be just them and them alone. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay as well. <laughs> I but think some of them will be okay. It's so weird how the NCAA does this, man. Oh, how they just decide, oh, we better do something. Well, the, the fact that they decided that they do to do something after saying they weren't going to do anything, almost two days after three of the top prospects in college basketball pulled out to join the G League where they could get paid and do all yeah. this stuff. So the second it started costing them some money, they're like, oh, crap, we better do something. And that's exactly what they did. NCAA is a terrible organization. Yeah, that it is. is. Just, that is terrible for children and everybody involved, unless you're a university. Then it's fine. And even then, they usually are, are terrible at doing their job and enforcing what they're supposed to enforce as well. NBC has set season two's drop date for the Titan Games. Big J, are you excited? Uh, at this point, yeah. Did you watch any of the Titan Games season one? Sure did. It was very interesting. Dwayne Johnson host competition will bow May 25th with a two-hour premiere featuring f- professional athletes competing uh, competing against everyday people in challenges designed by The Rock to test their physical, mental, and emotional metal. I didn't watch any of it. What kind of challenges were they doing? Uh, well, it, I mean, imagine um, you, you've seen American Ninja Warrior. Yes. Okay, so it's like that, but but lifting more weights. There's like uh, obstacle courses and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. And not like individual challenges and that kind of thing? Uh, there's some of those, but there's also both. team stuff. How do you win? I don't I didn't watch all of it. Oh, I watched I it the end. <laughs> oh, you didn't even watch one episode all the way through? No, I did. But it's, uh, it's, it's an ongoing competition yes. kind of thing? Gotcha, okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Everybody 
And the days of concerts being streamed for free may be nearing an end there, Nick. Uh, Facebook will soon add the option for artists to charge for access to events with live videos on their social network. The plan covers anything from online performances to classes to professional conferences. It didn't say when the plan will be available for artists, many of whom have replaced spring tour dates with at-home performances to keep them connected with fans or whether Facebook will earn a fee or a percentage of the artist's take. Facebook will also expand its star's tipping option so a performer can receive a penny for every time a fan clicks a star emoji. Facebook and its sister company Instagram have become popular platforms for at-home performances. This is a concert business uh, ground to a halt. And now, that doesn't mean that uh, they're automatically going to charge for those things. It's just an odd option that the artist uh, can have. Now, there's already programs out there that... that artists can use to do this stuff and incorporate their social media this is just facebook's way of somehow making some money off of it as well right oh absolutely and okay. then and then bury those uh, other um, other <laughs> right. options right exactly. um, so you know if they do it right it would be one th- my my issue with the, the way that they have it set up now as far as some of their facebook live stuff uh, unlike the instagram you can't invite somebody into your stream you know you, you you can have an artist take over your instagram and do an instagram live but you can't interact with them Right, you can't do multiple things so, on Facebook. So yet. that, uh, that uh, to me, that needs to be addressed before you get into. Which some is of weird this. because it's the same company. You would think that uh, you should be able to at least uh, cross over some of that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, you're right. Uh, Ubisoft did a real-time art project yesterday to reveal some details of the forthcoming Assassin's Creed game. Digital artist Boss Logic painstakingly created a beautiful image that revealed the next game will be set during the Viking Age. The full details and title will be revealed later this morning, but the working title is considered Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, any interest? So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. What, it depends. There's, <laughs> I was watching this go down, and you know, I don't know if you ever watched uh, uh, an artist uh, like this do work. It's amazing, first of all, what they can do. Um, and then second of all, uh, the comments in the stream, uh, people are very upset. Either it's going to be RPG or not <laughs> RPG, and that's a, that's a big deal. So Why would the, they change up the Assassin's Creed model at this point? Uh, well, they, they have. Uh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is much different uh, than the previous ones so there's been some going back and forth in, in how these games have worked and uh, that's a concern for some fans so uh, we'll see how it uh, turns out. Battlefield 5 may be slowly winding to a close. Developer DICE has assured players that a new Battlefield game is on the way and will arrive in 2021. The company has revealed that this month's the Battle of Scarif update will be the last Star Wars Battlefront 2 update and then it's set to turn its attention to its new offering. The team at DICE is working on the standalone Battlefield 5 update date releasing this summer and continuing their work on delivering community games. EA said in a statement, while the studio's vision for Star Wars Battlefront 2 is now complete with this week's Battle on Scarif update, the server's in-game challenges, recurring events, and game support will continue as the game lives on with players and the community long term. The studio is focused on the future of Battlefield and will be bringing it to players in 2021. Uh, I got tired of that game pretty quick. Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2. Correct. Yeah, well, you don't, you didn't like the, um, uh, yeah, some of it. I, I, I never really got into it at first. I, I really liked the idea of a, of a great Star Wars game, but it just never, you know, between Battlefront and then Battlefront Two, it just, you know, it just wasn't as fun. I like. I a good really like the story in Battlefront yeah. Two. I really, yes. did, but they never, they, they said they were going to expand on, it, and they really never did. The only updates that they did was to the online stuff, which I got tired of after two weeks. A lot of these, a lot of these games, and they do the updates. It's only multiplayer, and I really wish that uh, somebody would step up and say, you. You know what? We're going to come down the pipe here and, and do a major update for a single-player campaign. It has yet to happen uh, with some of these tentpole games. 
We'll see if that might change with uh, the disaster that was Battlefield 5. Uh, I'm not sure what would happen with that. I'm looking forward to a lot of people and fans of the Battlefield games like myself are hoping for a, a revision of Battlefront 2, which was uh, Battlefront 2 Vietnam. So we'll see where it goes. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. Coming up, some important stuff. Plus, we're going to hell. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, get ready, Big J. Frontline workers at some of the largest corporations in the United States of America are planning a historic strike beginning tomorrow. Workers at Amazon, Whole Foods, Instacart, Walmart, FedEx, Target, and Shipt all say they're going to walk off the job May 1st to to protest their employer's failure to provide basic protections for the workers who are risking and losing their lives at work during the pandemic. It's referred to as the Mayday General Strike. It's been uh, posted on social media and digital flyers that are imploring customers to boycott things like Whole Foods, Amazon, Target, and Instacart on May 1st. An Amazon spokesperson responded to the strike plans, telling Motherboard, quote, while we respect people's rights to express themselves, we object to the irresponsible actions of labor groups and spreading misinformation and making false claims about these companies during this unprecedented health and economic crisis. The biggest complaints the workers have, lack of cleaning supplies for their work area, lack of personal protective things like face masks, and the fact that the companies don't let them practice social distancing while they're working. So these are the things they're upset about. The company said deal with it, and they're going to strike. So we've got that to deal with tomorrow, as well as the people that are employed there. They're going to be dealing with it as well. I mean, it's pretty simple. Either they're providing that stuff or they're not. Right. Right. And I guess it depends on what side you believe and what the problem is. But either way, it's going to impact things tomorrow for sure. Something to be aware of. National Baseball Hall of Fame announced yesterday that it had canceled this year's planned induction ceremony on July 26th because of the pandemic. Derek Jeter Larry Walker were supposed to get into the class this year, and instead they'll be part of next year's induction ceremony that'll take place July of 2021 in Cooperstown, New York. And if you care, a virtual Kentucky Derby will take place. That will race all 13 Triple Crown winners against each other. That's going to happen this Saturday, the day this year's Derby was supposed to be held, before being postponed to September because of the pandemic. Secretariat is the early favorite for the race, which will use computer-generated imagery of the horses running the track at Churchill Down. It'll be shown on NBC as part of three hours of coverage. What are we doing? Oh, boy. What are we doing, everybody? Uh, I know you know Secretariat. Can you name any one of the other 13? Two have happened in the last five years. And the other horses that have won it? Uh, yeah. War Horse? War Horse. You're close. Pegasus? War Admiral is one of them. Uh... Citations, uh, Seattle Slough, Affirmed Assault, Sir Barton, American Pharaoh, Gallant Fox, uh, Whirlaway, Count Fleet, Justify, and Omaha. Omaha! Also winners of the Triple Crown. And they'll be going up against each other. Virtually, of course. Big J. Harrison Ford it could be in trouble with the FAA. He was mishearing an air traffic controller at Hawthorne Airport in California on Friday. The 77-year-old was told to hold short on the runway because of traffic. But he heard the opposite. What is the opposite of hold short on runway? Go ahead and take off there, Harrison Ford. Is that what you think you're hearing? You're cleared to, you're cleared to taxi. <laughs> I mean, I would think that, right, that would be the opposite of hold short on runway. 
And so to say that you heard something different, I think is either a lie or whatever. But either way, he later apologized. But a FAA spokesperson says that they are investigating the incident in which the pilot uh, taxied across the runway while another aircraft was performing a touch-and-go landing. Harrison has been in hot water uh, a couple of times at the same airport, Big J. He landed on a taxiway instead of a runway in 2017. And then at this airport in 2015, he crashed one of his planes as well. Why is he still flying planes, Big J? Help me understand this. He is, by all accounts, a terrible pilot. Right? Yeah. He doesn't follow instructions. He's crashed now three different times. And now he's in trouble again with the FAA. And he's 77. Like, at some point, we got to take his keys away, right? And go, Grandpa, no. No. You had your fun. But something terrible is going to happen. But either way, he could be in trouble. So we'll see what ends up happening. Although, I'm guessing he won't be in trouble, right? I mean, if they let him crash three different times and still giving him a pilot license, he's pretty much got the green light to do anything. He's getting kind of old. Well, that's exactly what I just said. Time to be grounded, pal. He's 77 and got into a bunch of accidents. At some point, you got to take away his license and go, you're not safe up there, guy. Stop. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. What the hell is this? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Jefferson County, Colorado is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I think at this point, although there are certainly some outliers and people that don't believe this, for the most part, uh, you can trust banks to keep your money safe. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Uh, But do you trust your bank to keep your drugs safe? No. No. What kind of drugs are we talking about? Well, let's say cocaine. Yeah, no, I don't... They're, that's not one of their uh, federally insured items. You know, I'm going to see commercials for that with FDIC under No. All right. FDIC doesn't stand for federal something something cocaine. Would have been better if you had the words. I know. Too. I know, but it's I'm not uh, I'm not that quick these days. Uh, and so we have the story for 34 year old David Pangello, uh, as he got himself into some serious trouble because. He deposited two bags of cocaine along with $60 in cash at his bank in Denver, Colorado on Friday. According to a Facebook post from Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, a bank teller discovered the drugs when he opened up a tube the customer sent through the drive-thru. <coughs> he sent it through in the mnemonic tube? Worse. Whoa, man. As they did some investigation, they found out that the guy totally didn't mean to deposit the drugs in the bank. It was an accident. I don't know how this accident happens. I don't know how you go from, all right, deposit slip, cash, the pen that's in the tube, definitely, coke. <laughs> and two bags of cocaine. Uh, imagine that. Teller called police. Deputies say they found even more drugs in Pangello's car. He was taken into custody and since been released. Unclear what charges he'll face for the incident, but this is a good reminder to everybody that the banks cannot safely deposit your drugs into your bank account. Uh, although it was an accident, I'm still not even... I'm just trying to figure out how that accident happened. Now, they weren't gigantic bags of cocaine, mind you. But still... A little baggy. Just but, kind of... Unless, like, you had, like, the baggies, like, uh, folded up in the cash that was in your pocket, and you just threw it in the... the... the deposit tube, and you were like, this is what I want to put in there. And he's like, whoa. What's the interest rate 
for your zero. cocaine. Zero percent interest. Uh, because the banks will not take it. They will just call the police on you. So it's... Yeah, you got to launder that before you put it in the bank. you got to turn that cocaine into money. Then the bank will happily take it. Because they don't care where it came from, Big J. You understand? <laughs> so they say. So they say. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the x Rock. That is even flow here on 100.3, the X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Everybody will tell you there's few things that suck more than having a tooth that aches, you know? Like constant toothache. It sucks. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, and, you know, you've heard, of course, that you can sprain muckle- muscles like a bunch of us has sprained our ankles or whatever, and it hurts, right? Yeah, mine are made of rubber at this point. <laughs> it's, it sucks. The doctors will sometimes tell you that a sprain hurts worse than a break. Uh, but did you know, Big J, you can also sprain your teeth? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, teeth are held in place by ligaments. Uh, and they're hung on the same ligament. They're not the same ones that attach your bones and cartilage to one another. But the tooth-supporting structures can still get sprained. And it's called a PDL. And they're specialized fibers that hold your teeth in place. And they act as kind of like shock absorbers. So that when you bite, grind, or chew, you can put some pressure on your teeth. So you can strain and you can damage your PDL to the point of some serious pain. Damn. And so now many dentists are starting to refer to this as a tooth sprain. The sensation of stretching or tearing the PDL is often mistaken for a cracked tooth. It can be pretty painful. That pain comes from the PDL swelling up and pressing up against your jawbone. So anti-inflammatory medication can help. Symptoms usually stop within a few days. But it's interesting to know that you can have a sprained tooth, dude. Yeah, I had no idea. And it hurts like a son of a gun. Me either. This is not, it's not like really new knowledge, I guess. Uh, a lot of people would just say, I have a toothache or whatever. But now dentists are starting to put a label on it because, well, it starts to make a little bit of sense. And it helps maybe uh, people like you and me understand a little bit about what's going on. Come to grips with it. Yeah, just go, oh, I must have a sprained tooth. Oh my God, what happened? Put some ice on it. You put some ice on it. You can take some anti-inflammatory meds, all sorts of other fun things. But uh, tooth pain is nothing to joke about. And you've had some issues, uh, right? Some tooth pain in the past? Well, I've had uh, two root canals, and then I've had my wisdom teeth yeah, yanked out of my skull. Yeah, no, no, one's a lot of a root canal. It sucks. But it's either get a root canal or have it yanked out of your face. Those are your two choices, really. And when it's uh, one that's fairly close to the front, you probably want to get it fixed, right? You would think, yeah. And it's your meat chomper. Right, right. And so that is what I have chosen to do. But I, I don't know if I have sprained a tooth before. I can't say that I... I never really thought that I have uh, chipped a tooth before, other than the one that I needed to root canal on. Uh, so I don't think that was a sprain. I think that was just like uh, bad news bears going on right. inside there. But having sprained uh, a lot of muscles and bones in my body, I can tell you that it sucks. And I can't imagine... You don't want it. A tooth sprain would be any fun whatsoever. You know enough to know you don't want it. That's right. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff. Plus, we'll do some pop culture smackdown. News today. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. If you've got yourself a dog and you're working from home, odds are that dog is keeping you pretty good company. Lifting up your spirits, doing good things to make sure you're not all by yourself during this whole pandemic stuff. But that might not be the best news for your productivity. Uh-oh. Penn State University has put together a conversation that says that there's evidence that either working from home with your dog or even bringing your dog into work with you 
can actually reduce your stress levels, which is a good thing as the day progresses. And employees that feel good are certainly more productive, but apparently it also can distract you from your actual job. And, you know, it it goes for anything. And this all kind of stemmed from a 2015 survey that showed that people can actually feel better at their job if they watch a bunch of pet videos online. But obviously they get a lot less work done. (laughs) So, yeah, they feel better. It's great for your mental well-being. Terrible for your productivity. So the value of what you get out of your job when you bring your dog into work or you spend your workday with your dog will definitely depend on your type of work. But it could be bad for your job, good for you personally. So Probably type of dog, too. Yeah, no, it definitely plays a part. What kind of dog you have, how your that dog behaves, you know, how old the dog is. You know, if it's a puppy, obviously you got to pay more attention to it. Make sure it's not gnawing on your computer cord. <laughs> NCAA announced yesterday that it's moving forward with a landmark plan to allow college athletes to earn money for endorsements and other activities involving their name, image, and likeness, such as personal appearances and social media. Important details have yet to be worked out, but the plan will require that the athletes disclose their money-making deals to their schools. There would be no cap on what athletes can earn, but they would be allowed to use their schools. They would not be allowed to use their schools' logos or brands or anything like that. So you know, you can see some players out at things, but you're not going to be allowed to see like the Broncos logo on stuff. The cap thing is interesting to me that they didn't have a cap on it. Um, I, yeah, I can't imagine that would be. Uh, you know, that that I think is probably the only thing they could do, because. If they're given alternate routes where there is no cap, they're certainly going to go that route, which is what the G League is kind of offering up now. Yeah, you get some booster at Alabama who's like, hey, yeah, you know, I'll pay you $500,000 to come do this commercial, but you know, only if you go to Alabama. Yeah, that's what this is exactly. I, I, but so, listen, this has been happening for decades. It's now just finally above the table. And they'll have to pay taxes on it. You know, that's going to be the, uh, the real catch to all this stuff is the increase in, in money means more taxes for the state and the players. But yes, now the boosters can certainly start throwing around their money like they have been, just a lot less secretive than before. Well, Big J, we got our good, ourselves a good old-fashioned entertainment industry beef. Universal Pictures and AMC Theaters are going head-to-head, my friend. And now Regal as That's well. Right. They're not messing around. Uh, basically, what happened was NBC Universal CEO Jeff Schell was talking about the success of the Trolls World Tour movie that they released on Video On Demand. And how in the first three weeks of the movie being out for people to rent in their homes, it has cleared $100 million in VOD rentals, which puts it right up next to how much the original Trolls movie made in theaters in the same amount of time at the box office back in 2016. And so Jeff was like, hey, listen, man, if our movies are doing this good in VOD stuff, then maybe, just maybe, we don't need to release our movies in theaters. And that got the theater owners really upset. Uh, in fact, uh, Adam Aaron, who is the CEO of AMC Theater, said, quote, it's disappointing, but Jeff comments as to Universal's uh, actions and intentions have left us with no choice. Therefore, effective immediately, AMC will no longer play any Universal movies in any of our theaters in the United States, Europe, or Middle East. AMC, of course, the biggest theater chain in the country. So that's why it's a big deal. And now, as Big J has said, Regal has jumped on board as well, which is number three in the country. So 
uh, Universal has made an enemy. They have well, they made a, a terrible error. Unless they have some other metric that says, "Hey, uh, a, a kids movie uh, that comes out a VOD when there is no ability to go to the theaters is going to make your one decision on this." It's a bad idea. Correct. Uh, that seems like a big oversight. So they must have some other metric that says this would be a good idea. Uh, or he just misspoke, which or talked out of his ass, which is probably the reality. Yeah, situation. yeah. Because yes, there are a lot of mitigating factors that cause this movie to make much money. I don't think once movies theaters open back up, that you're going to find a lot of people going, "Yes, I want to throw it on twenty dollars for a movie right now." That's just not going to happen. Right. I mean, and 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 that's evidenced by the other releases that have come out that have not made nearly as much money as the Trolls movie yeah. did. Yeah, Trolls a kids movie. You got kids at home; they can't go anywhere. I mean, what? Of course, they're gonna end up having to buy that movie. Right. I mean, it's the same reason why I have subscribed to like 15 channels on Amazon Prime to keep my kids happy. You know, it's these are channels that I don't need, but right. Noggin is a thing, and PBS Kids is a thing because you know also, they're home. That Trolls movie, awful. Did you watch it? No. But we know the premise behind it. That's enough alone to say I didn't want to, anybody to ever see that movie. Yeah, it appears that, uh, at least from the trailer anyway, I can't speak to it because um, thankfully my kids don't want to see it. But it appears that rock is the big bad thing. In, uh, yeah, music, rock, rock music is the bad guy. Rock music is the bad guy in Trolls World Tour. You go to hell, Trolls! Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll set you up with a uh, digital download of an album from Trivium. It's called What the Dead Men Say. And we'll do that in a nice note for myself. Here, if you can beat Nick at Pop Culture Smackdown. That's the prize. If you want to get on the phone and play, now would be the time to do it. 208 287 1003. Big J's got all your pop culture questions. All you have to do is answer a few right, maybe, and you can come out of here with a victory and feel pretty good about yourself. Good morning, the X. Morning, morning. What's your name, man? Adam. All right, Adam. Good luck. This actress has starred as Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction and The Bride in Tarantino's Kill Bill series. Ah, uh, no idea. Wrong. That's the that's the wrong answer. Hello, the X. Doesn't know either. Good morning, the X. Hello. Hello. Morning. morning, man. Here's Big J with your question. This actress has starred as Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction and The Bride in Tarantino's Kill Bill series. Uma Thurman. Right. That's correct. Tom Morello enjoys doing political folk music under what alter ego, Nick? The Night Watchman. Oh, that's correct. Right. The star of Wonder Woman and forthcoming sequel uh, was an Israeli model before becoming a box office superstar. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Wrong. You should look her up. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Here's Big J with your question. This star of Wonder Woman and the forthcoming sequel was an Israeli model before becoming a box office superstar. Can you repeat that? I didn't quite hear you. This star of Wonder Woman and the forthcoming sequel was an Israeli model before becoming a box office superstar. Yep, there you go. Right. Uh, let's see. Nick, this character has starred in movies like Convoy and even received an Oscar nomination for his reoccurring role in the Rocky franchise as Polly. Oh, boy. Uh, I could have given you his character name, but I don't think I know his actual name. Um, hmm. I'll know it when you say it, but it's like, uh, I don't know, Vinny uh, Discorcho. <laughs> it is not Vinny Discorcho. Wrong. 
It is Burt Young. Burt Young. Right. Burt Young. Turning 89 years old today. Is he still alive? Yeah. Congratulations, man. You are all set and good to go. You have got yourself a uh, Trivium CD coming your way. Hold on tight. We'll make sure you are all in on the digital download that is coming your way, and we'll do a run of headlines. That is happening next on the X-Rock. Jay. Headlines are as follows, Big J. What's the rush? Gross. And you do you. Gross. Here's hoping this person can read. An Australian resident recently posted a sign warning that, quote, mystery human poor that cameras were being installed to discourage them from defecating on their property. A photo of the sign went viral on Reddit. It reads, Dear Mystery Human Poor, we have installed this fence and a camera to hand to hand over to the police. We understand that COVID-19 is tough and everybody uh, on everybody, but please stop crapping on our garage. Also, make sure you chew your food better. Whatever it is that makes it sticky, I get that check. There is a toilet in the car park opposite of our house. Thank you for your cooperation. A Sydney resident who snapped the photo said the home actually did have a new fence and erected to block off the area next to the garage. And apparently this was an ongoing thing. What is it with people pooping outside and on things? I don't know. I don't know why they got to do it. I don't know how they do it. Do you think it's always happened and things are just now because we have the news that spread so quickly, we're able to, and, you know, because it's instantaneously entertaining, we, we it gets picked up a lot of places, well, do you think? Or do you think this is a fairly new thing? No, I think it's been going on for decades. And because we're just now think about, about Billy Madison. I mean, that was a pivotal point. But that, no, 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 hang on a second. That was Billy Madison setting poo on fire on porches. That was not human poo. It was animal pet poo. Well, I mean, maybe they didn't feel they could go all the way to human poo back then. So I, I think but that this that's... is like this. This has been like people exacting revenge on things by crapping on stuff. And it seems like it's fairly, yeah, well, regular. Definitely, this would be an interesting documentary. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Keep the the origins of the uh, public, public defecation. Yeah, public pooing. That would be the name of it. Public poo. What's the rush or you do you? You do you. He was born to swim, but he was quickly sinking, Big J. Fate had it in for a five-year-old goldfish after the scaly fellow developed a swim bladder disorder, causing him to float upside down. Months passed, but his condition didn't let up, so his owner came up with a solution. Quote, I tried many ways to treat it and it never worked, according to Massachusetts-based owner Jackson Cullen. So what Jackson did was he created a custom floating device to help keep his little fish friend swimming right side up. He made a life jacket based on what he had seen online, and it helps him swim and it helps him eat. And it's got like a tubular tunic that wraps around the fish's body, holding the body in the right direction, while also allowing him for to move and his face to function as well. So basically, he's put together like this life support, life vest for his pet goldfish, Big J, and it works. Wow. From scratch. And it's not like he's some sort of aquatic engineer. Just a dude watching videos online, saving goldfish's lives. Nice. Good job, sir. Well done and very creative. A-plus for the day for you. We'll wrap it up with What's the Rush? Michigan State Police caught a driver going 180 miles an hour on a highway earlier this week, Big J. Whoa. The law enforcement agency tweeted an image of a ticket given out on Tuesday that was issued on April 19th. The ticket shows the video was pulled over. Registered in Ohio was headed southbound on I-70-5 between Detroit and Toledo when a radar gun clocked it going 110 miles per hour over the speed limit. The driver said that he, he confessed to the crime. Hard to <laughs> say no. Right. But did not say why he was in such a hurt. Uh, and this goes to your speeding talk that you had earlier this week, Big J. 
people taking it too just because there's less cars out there they think they can go crazy like it's some sort of autobahn or something yeah speed kills man be careful and don't get a ticket that's got to be a monster right 110 over whoa i mean jeepers morning after have a calculator for that (laughs) i don't know they didn't post it with nick and big j there's your headlines you're up to date on everything On 100.3, the X. Yep, and we'll get you set up with some music. Uh, We've got a wonderful trivium album, What the Dead Men Say. We can get to you digitally if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has got three different clues. They point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can take one, two, maybe all of those clues and figure out exactly who Big J is trying to be, then Big J will email you a digital download of the new Trivium album that will add to your music collection, make your computer or cellular device that much cooler, and maybe, just maybe, you get a cool message from Big J. Good morning, the X. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, here we go, buddy. Good luck. Big J? Yeah, I'm going. I have a... I'm trying to do the, a voice, and it's not uh, working right. I have a tribal tattoo on my face. Oh, uh, Mike Tyson. Whoa! <laughs> yeah! Man. Yeah! There's only a few of those. Uh, it was him or Ed Helms. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that CD. What was clues two and three? Uh, no, I'm done biting off people's ears. And call me Iron Mike again. Please. And why is Mike Tyson in the news? He wants to get back in the ring, Nick. Guys, no. Yes! No. That, yes. Why? Why not? Because the last three fights he got his ass handed to him by guys you couldn't even remember. I don't care. Uh, it's a different Mike Tyson. It, anyways, he wants to get back in the ring for charity this time, Nick. Uh, he's been uh, working out pretty hard, according to an interview he did with T.I. recently. Uh, he's been hitting the mitts for the last week. It's been rough on his body. He's really jacked up, really sore from hitting him. Uh, but uh, he wants to get in there and do it. The question is, who's going to be insane enough to get in the ring with him? Because uh, these are going to be exhibition fights. He's not. It's not a professional situation. Okay. And he wants to raise money for charity. That's cool. Yeah. He, it, to quote, I want to go to the gym and get in shape and be able to box three to four round exhibitions for some charities and stuff. Some charity exhibitions, make some money, help some homeless and drug affected mother bleeper like me. Well, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Good for him. He, he Here's what his he considers working out. He does two hours on cardio. I do the bike and the treadmill for an hour. Then I do some light weights, 30 to 250 reps. God. 30 to 2. That's quite the... Uh, 300. 300 oh, okay. to 250 okay. reps. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he's getting pretty serious about it. George Foreman's like, dude, just don't do it. Stay retired, even for charity. Yeah, I mean, he's got, like, enough going on, right? Well, the there's probably a part of him that wants to fight. Could be. Could Fighters be. want to fight. I guess so. Uh, now it's just a matter of will. It, I mean, everything has to come back to somewhat normal. Oh yeah, to happen. But still, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see if it ends up coming together. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. Around the world here on 100.3, the X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J, and that's going to do it. For us, Big J, point of order, we need a winner declared on cage match. Uh, yeah, we got a tie. A tie? That means, Big J, you break the tie. Yeah, and because somebody voted specifically for Pop Evil because uh, of Skrillex, uh, Mushroom Head wins. <laughs> yeah, no, Skrillex isn't part of that song. I just made it up because it sounded like there were some breakdowns in there that were uh, a little bit Skrillex X, hearkening uh, me back to the days of the Corn Skrillex album. Uh, but no Skrillex in that song. It's just pop evil. But not good enough to win. 
And so, uh, because of Big J... Listen, I'm sure you'll hear the song again. Mushroom Head wins number four. Congratulations to them. Well, will they retire That's what tomorrow. we'll find out tomorrow as they go for retirement. Uh, of course, we also had a chance to learn a bunch about Nerd Alert today as well, and we also uh, talked about spraying your teeth, so be careful, everybody. Yeah, don't sprain your teeth, weirdos. And don't deposit cocaine in your bank. You can't do that either. <laughs> Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, looking forward to this, we're going to do uh, Facebook Live during the morning after, about the, the round 9 o'clock hour, so, you know, you got questions, you want to find out uh, what we've been doing uh, for the COVID-19 at home, that kind of stuff, whatever. We'll answer questions yeah we'll have some fun tomorrow during ea facebook live you can check it yeah, out I'll on put on some makeup the old fa- will you might, might even ha- I, i've been thinking about also trimming the hell out of my beard yeah it's it's uh but i mean yeah well i guess you haven't really had a chance to do it it's a bit out of control right yeah yeah and i'm like uh i just you know wearing a mask and stuff with this is just not it's not conducive. It doesn't, doesn't work well. Yeah, so. the, the cdc recommends you shave off your facial hair picture yeah i don't know if i can go full on naked face i mean maybe it's not like it takes very long for you to grow back i know but it's always a scary thing it's like every time i shave my head it's like oh god it's gonna grow back it will you'll be all right morning after with nick and big j there's your show jason drew's up next we'll see you tomorrow at cx rocks